Hey Ryan, I'm thinking of starting another podcast. Yeah, and what about? How to sell black market toenail clippings. It's going to be a hit. Why would... Never mind, never mind. I don't know who would listen to that, but more power to you. Only issue I'm having is uh, where to host it. I've tried different places. I've checked out uh, different hosting sites. All of the hosting sites cost money. And the few free ones that don't, they don't give you anything like listener views or geolocation, like where they're listening from. And on top of all that, I still need to make my own website. You do know with Fire Talk Radio, where our show's hosted at, we use Anchor.fm, right? Huh? It's great. It's free. You can see how many downloads each episode has, where people are listening from. That's Anchor.fm. That's right. You sent that to me. Well, do I still need to create my own website to uh, get it to, like, Apple and Stitcher? No, Anchor does that all for you. When you sign up with your email, it gives you everything you need to host your own show and podcast. It gives you the website. It gives you the RSS feed. It allows you to attach it to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all the other ones. Thanks, man. That makes things a ton easier. Now, can you take a look at this rash? I'm worried I have monkeypox. Uh, no, that's all you, man. That's a personal problem. So, what was that website again? Man, you got a, such a short attention span. I'll it's Anchor.fm. Either go on your phone, your tablet, or your computer. I'll just send you the link as a backup again. But check out Anchor.fm. Coming up on this episode of Fire Talk Radio, uh, we get some new movie drops from uh, the San Diego Comic Con. Uh, there's an idea to flatten the line in, uh, Saudi Arabia and, uh, term limits are introduced, but not for Congress. All that and more. I'm Jason. That's Ryan. And this is Fire Talk Radio. I can only count to four. 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 So, yeah, this is episode 41 of Fire Talk Radio. I am Ryan. That is Jason. Um, we have a handful of things we're going to talk about tonight. Um, but real quick, contact us always. Email us at firetalknetwork at gmail.com. Phone number, if you want to leave us a voicemail, it's 814-380-9820. Um, check us out on all our streaming services, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, all over the place um support anchor anchor uh anchor supporting us we support them um also check us fire talk radio facebook fire talk radio um we're out there um but it's been it's been an interesting week since since the last episode since the last Biden got covid there it is. <laughs> now the that was, that was fucking late. That, that was fucking fantastic. All right. So yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't fucking count to four. 
Um, so, so yeah, so it okay. So last week we didn't get to talk about this because it was after we recorded. Biden got COVID. Now we're talking about the guy that you can. I'm sure if you looked it up right now, you would find the clip. It was probably about a year ago now, maybe slightly more, maybe a year and a couple months, where Biden said, "Get the shot, just get it," because he said, "If you get the shot." If you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. We're talking about a guy that... A lot of people said that. That he was on national television, on the bully pulpit, saying, if you get the shot, you won't get COVID. He got the shot. He got the second shot. He He got got the the booster booster shot. He got the second booster shot. The guy is like 70% vaccine at this point. And... Still I, I thought it was great that and they, gave they him, asked him afterwards. They gave him the pill that Pfizer came out with <laughs> for so COVID. The press briefing, how did he contract it? And they just, they raised their shoulders up like, I don't know. Yeah. We, it was, I was trying to figure out how that, I mean, for like a year Almost a, almost two years going. We had we had our phones were dinging us if we were in close proximity. Someone who was known to have COVID. I, I, here's you would think the president would be like the number one candidate. Of how did you contract COVID? Well, I mean, we're talking about one. He's old. He's geriatric. He's obviously has uh, uh, mental issues, so he's got that not going for him. As we found out last week, he also has cancer, according to him. Like, and then he contracts COVID. Yeah, who who, yeah. who knows? Uh, that's that's not a good place to be with all of that. Like, and you know, of course, then you have the. Uh, unfalsifiable argument from everyone. Well, if he didn't have the shots, it could have been worse. Do we know that? Like, that's like saying, well, if if he didn't take a a shower that day, it could have been worse. If he didn't eat green eggs and ham for breakfast, it could have been worse. Can you prove me wrong? I mean, yeah, that's a that's a tough. That's a tough, uh, tough action. Un- Every time somebody, one of our Congress people or celebrity or now the president, anytime one of them gets COVID and they're vaccinated, they go, you need to get vaccinated because if you're not vaccinated, it could have been worse. Well, again, it's unfalsifiable. How do you argue against that? You can't. Because the only way to argue against that is to go, well, then let's go back in time, not give it to him, and see if it was worse. Who knows? All right. So I'm going to, we're going to lighten up the mood a little bit. So San Diego Comic Con's about over. Um, And it was, I thought it was a fantastic uh, showing, especially when it came. There was a lot. There was a lot going on, which was nice. Um, well, I did do a little bit of the live Marvel streaming. Marvel and DC, which was awesome. Marvel DC. There was a lot there. 
Um, it's been a while since there was a lot there because of COVID. Um, yeah. But I think, uh, if I remember correctly, I saw the schedules like, oh, it, it went longer than three days. I think it was like four or five days. So I think that was that was a bonus in, it, in itself. Um, if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. That'd be great. Um, but DC dropped uh, the new Shazam and Black Adam and Super Pets. <laughs> uh, like and Super Pets. Yeah. Which, no. I... By the way, uh, isn't uh, the Rock in that one also? Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, the he's Super Dog. Um, he's crypto, but <laughs> yeah, I really didn't give a shit. Um, I am looking forward to seeing Black Adam though. Um, Black Adam, he is awesome. he is a true anti-hero. He just doesn't give a shit. He he will kill you if he deems it necessary. So, so comic book lore for Black Adam was the first Shazam in a sense, but he decided not to use. He didn't have to, he didn't really, I think he, he still has to say the word Shazam, but he's there. He just, he just decided to not give a shit and rule. Right. So, so they, the elder, kind. They that's why the elder took so away. long. Yeah. They couldn't take his powers away. So they, um, like encased them, didn't they? Yeah. Um, he was, he was, he was sentenced to exile. Um, in the comics, he was like chucked through space, like five, 5,000 years away. So, I mean, he took a while to get back. Um, so, uh, so I, yeah, they have Dr. Fate, Hawkman, um, and a handful of others. So, and DC dropped the ball and they couldn't announce the Superman. They couldn't announce that Henry Cavell was going to be Superman or not. Um, we've been waiting for a super, I believe Henry Cavell, other than Christopher Reeve, made Superman very, very well. Um, I am not a huge Superman fan by the moxie of it. But when no, I see I... Henry Cavill play Superman, I can see the I can see how he how he portrays the character. He does it very well. Yeah, so yeah. I was the thing the thing with Superman and this is why I've never been been a Superman fan is the only way to hurt him in all reality is kryptonite. So everything revolves around kryptonite or going after someone else to try to get to him or something like that. Um, you know, you're talking about a guy that he's faster than a speeding bullet, but he doesn't have to be unless he's saving someone else. If someone's shooting at him, he doesn't have to dodge bullets. So it's not like the Flash where the Flash has speed. He's got, because of his speed, he's got power, stuff like that. But if somebody snuck up behind him and shot him in the back. So yeah. so there's actual, and that's the thing with uh, the superheroes that I like, is most of them aren't as super as Superman is. 
because they have enough flaws that you know they can have more than one villain that uh has a means of taking them out um you know obviously they have their their main ones but so being that said i mean all right and then you have shazam um is a form of superman by the powers of the greek gods in a sense um but he's also and Solomon. made the Shazam family. Um, Solomon's not Greek. Yeah, Solomon. Nah. <laughs> but I just, I don't, I don't, I watched the trailer and it doesn't make me go, no. No, um, not like, so uh, the first one with Shazam, what made me really love it was Zachary Levi. The guy is awesome in everything he does. He I, actually I pulls. He stuff. actually. He actually was like, and the thing is, he does it correctly. He does Shazam correctly. He does Captain Marvel, because Shazam really is originally Captain Marvel, right? Before Captain Marvel got pissy and took the name back. Um, well, Captain Marvel. He was Captain Marvel before they were with DC. When they were with yeah. the other. And then that company got sued by Marvel. Yep. They had to give so up that's the why name. He, he and when they Shazam. gave up the name, they also sold uh, sold it to DC. DC's the one that um, turned it into Shazam. Yeah. So, but Zachary remembers the whole time, even though he's in a in the adult form, he's a ten year old kid. Right. He's supposed to act like a 10-year-old, and he does it great. He, I I just, hopefully, my hope is that at the end of Shaz- the Shazam movie, Shazam is in the Black Adam. That, that is, would be awesome. That is the only thing that will, that will save that, I think. Well, and this movie is a little bit different because... He's not the he's the only Shazam, but all the other guys are all the other counterparts. Are also. Yeah. Yeah. No, the no. He, they're just them. parts of him. Right. Yes. So they all have their own um, uh, their own powers also. And again, that I, I like that over Superman. That is, you know, I can do everything. I can shoot lasers out of my eyes. I can you know, fly, I can, you know, run super fast, I can, all of that. Shazam can do that, but Shazam is a 10-year-old kid trying to figure all that shit out. Well, let's just say the whole Shazam family, they're all... They're all kids. Young, I think, except there's the one oldest. Um, then Marvel came up shortly after them. Um, Marvel... Basically said, well, fine. Uh, fuck you. Um, and the multiverse saga, seasons uh, five and six. So you got She-Hulk, uh, the yep. secret invasion with the scrolls. Uh, I'm actually looking forward. Isn't it? Isn't She-Hulk Spring this of 23. month? Spring the 23. Oh, I thought it was uh, uh, She-Hulk August August seventeenth. Yeah, this month. 
Well, okay, yep. it's still July, but yeah. close enough. Um, you have Ant Man coming out in February. I'm actually looking forward to that because this is this we may end up seeing Kang for the first time. Um, so that's gonna be interesting. And um, I get to see one of the love of my lives, Evangeline Lilly again. Sure. I, it's it's a lost thing. I don't know why. And then you have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which Gamora is returning. They're going to go into a, the backstory of Rocket, and this is supposed to be the last one with uh, Star-Lord. So it's going to be a new Guardians after that. So, And Groot's a little older. Um, Doesn't Groot have a TV show now? I am Groot. Yeah, it's coming out on on Disney Plus here soon too. Okay. Um, Wakanda forever. Um, I'm actually looking forward to this because I I actually do I appreciate how they did Black Panther. Black Panther was was really good. They really kept the story of Black Panther to a T, which is fantastic. Um. And the I'm sad looking part forward is, to seeing is, how that works. You know, the sad part is, is uh, obviously Chadwick Boseman passed away. Um, and I remember listening to an interview that at the time I didn't catch it until after he died that I realized when they asked about a uh, him being in uh, Black Panther 2. And uh, he said, oh, he made the comment that he'll be dead. Yeah, he goes, yeah, he made the comment. He's like, no, I won't live that long. And he just, like, said it like it was an off-the-cuff joke or something and not knowing because nobody knew he had cancer at the time. They said Chadwick kept that to himself all up until the end. So not even his own castmates even knew that that was it for him. Yeah. So then you have Echo coming up. It's going off following the events of Hawkeye with Maya Lopez. Um, going through there. Loki, season two. So we're going to go from... I'm interested to see how they pull that one off. After... Season one looked like it was just a one-off. You couldn't do a season two from it. Oh, no, no, no. The, the, way, the way it ended and he when he went back to the... Uh... Shit, what is it called? The... Um the time people and it had all changed to Kang the Conqueror's statue. Um it it really uh it, it set up for next season. And then you got Blade. Know. Looking forward to that. Um don't get me wrong. Blade I'm looking um, for Wesley Snipes played Blade very well. But Marshall Ali fits that role really good and rumor is the, uh the guy who plays the homelander uh the guy who plays homelander and mm-hmm. is supposed to be dracula i believe um hopefully i'm wrong but I, I yeah but i believe he's supposed to be the dracula so that'd be interesting and now, then they don't have a trailer out yet for blade do they no no, because it's still a year um, and Ironheart. half away. 
I am so looking for this. The the daughter of Tony Stark building her own Iron Man suit. Uh, can't <laughs> wait. Agatha. Um, I don't know if you don't remember Agatha. Agatha was the other witch in the Scarlet Witch yeah. show on Disney+. Plus. Um, yeah, yeah, she was... WandaVision. That, uh, she fought at the end and everything and popped up through the whole yeah. thing and... Uh, that she stole the um what's a, the book uh yeah name of that uh, what's the name of that book i just watched fucking multiverse of madness too uh the oh, I can't remember dark the, mouth dark mouth yeah no or, here's the here's the strange thing the first time that was mentioned was in agents of shield it was and it's weird when like I was thinking about that uh, while we were watching, because I didn't put it together when I was watching uh, um, WandaVision. But when I was watching, I was in the theater and uh, I was watching Multiverse, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, is this the same book from Agents of it Shield?" Is the same then book. I rewatched Agents of Shield again, and it is. It's the one where um, uh, Daredevil. Daredevil no ghost rider not daredevil ghost rider uh took it back to the hell dimension he's from and that was the last they saw of it and you think that should be the last and then it shows up again and now in multiverse you find out there's more than one because each multiverse has their own yep and then so, you have daredevil charlie cox is returning as daredevil um, so and Vincent Alfario, Vincent is returning as Wilson Fisk. So Fisk died at the end of Hawkeye, but that was two years prior to this. So we're going to see what the fuck he was up to in New York and Hell's Kitchen. Um, can't wait for that. That's right. He came uh, back from the blip, didn't he? Yes, he, got he out did. Because of the blip. Yep. And then there's Captain America New World Order. Now the ultimate question. Is that the Falcon? It's got to be the Falcon. It's got to be Falcon Captain America. Or is it Steve Rogers? No, it's got to be Falcon. Steve Rogers re does, in the comics, does reprise his role multiple times as Captain America. Now, here's my question, though. In Falcon and the Winter Soldier, when Falcon becomes Captain America, how do you become yep. Captain America if you don't have the uh, Super Soldier Serum? He he took on the title, but he never took the, the Super Soldier Serum. Yeah, that was, that was my whole thing with Falcon and the Winter Soldier is Captain America, what made him formidable was that he had the Super Soldier Serum, the same one that Bucky had. And then Bucky didn't have it in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, and that's the whole point of the uh, the series was, you know, that there were other ones out there. But, but for, for Falcon to do what he needs to do as Captain America, you have to have the Super Soldier Serum. He was able to do it 
with his new suit, he's able to do a lot more than what Cap was able to do. Um, so it it it's de- in the comics. He never took he never took the serum, and he's he took up the role as Captain America. I know so, that. I know that, but but it's it's going to be a nice twist to see how he does. That's the one thing about Marvel movies. It is going to be public of court of opinion in this. Um, the weather. I know what Christopher O'Donnell came, or Chris came out and said that that uh, Falcon is now the new that Sam is now the new Captain America and walked away. But I have a feeling he's going to return. And if it's not in this one, it's going to be in the next couple that are about to show up. Then you got the Thunderbolts. This is D. Oh, this is Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad. Um, okay. That I'm not going to be able to see um, the Red Hulk in the original character that's supposed to be the Red Hulk. They're probably going to get a new one to be the general um, to turn into the Red Hulk. So... We'll see what happens. Um, and then the one thing I've actually been waiting for is an, a true Marvel version of Fantastic Four. Don't get me wrong. The original ones, they were entertaining. Um, Kevin okay. Feige came out and said, this is not an origin story. So that means they're already there. The thing's already there. The torch is there. Um, and... Uh, Tom, ah, oh, no, I'm burning. The Spider-Man, actually, the guy who plays Spider-Man, Tom Holland, tweeted out that he will be reappearing in the Fantastic Four movie, which kind of makes sense. Spider-Man actually was a member of Fantastic Four at one time in the comics. Um, Spider-Man is also best friends with Johnny Storm. Um, so it. I can't wait for that. I think that'd be interesting. You know what would be hilarious is if they, uh, oh God, who played Steve Rogers um, and played Johnny Storm, uh, the actor? um, Yeah, um, Chris Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah, it'd be hilarious if Chris Evans came back as Johnny Storm as an alternate universe. Oh, I'm gonna get to that theory in a second. Give me a second. Getting there. So, what I think is that uh, I think the Baxter Building became the the new Baxter Building is the old Avengers Tower. Okay. So that's my assumption of where the Baxter Building will become. It's the old Avengers Tower because it's still up for sale. The last we knew. And then here's Kang's Dynasty. So the Avengers are coming back. Um, the ultimate question is, are some of the old Avengers coming back that have retired or cause the reason why one big reason why Kang even Kang came to conquer that dimension is cause of Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers is the ailment that wasn't, um, so that's the ultimate question. And that's going to lead me to this. Um, Secret, Secret Wars. 
Yep. So that's where when you said that you wanted to see Chris Evans play uh, Human Torch again. That's a theory that can't happen in this because in Secret Wars, they pulled characters from multiple multiverses. So there's an actual chance that Chris Evans's character of Human Torch could be in here. Could see the other Spider-Man return, Andrew Garfield, uh, Tobey Maguire. They could return. That'd be funny as hell to see all three Spider-Man again. Oh yeah. Um and then have uh and then have Chris Evans return as human torch and just really confuse everyone. Yeah. Like <laughs> No, you know it would be great if they actually did the Deadpool scenario if Deadpool does show up. He's the reason why the black suit was even created for in Secret Wars comic. Cuz they did a they did a flashback in one of the Deadpool where he created it, didn't like it, left it there, and it it bonded to Spider-Man. That'd be hilarious if that's what they did. That'd be good. And then that's how Tom Holland's gets his black, black suit. suit. Gets the black suit. Yep. I like that. So the, it will be interesting to see what all happens, but yeah, San Diego, uh, Marvel uh, decided to give two birds to DC and say, we're going to give you all five and six all in one showboat. Enjoy them apples. I'm like, fuck. And then Clerks 3 comes out shortly. So, um, yeah, I, I think so I'm set for movies. Bad, it's been a kind of a, a ho-hum two years with movies because of COVID and everything. But yeah. now, because of everything that's been put on the back now we're everything is start gonna be just boom run right after another it's gonna be like the 80s again where it's like hit after hit after hit um yeah now the thing with all of this though is and this is the part that makes me wonder so one of the things with marvel they still do great in the box office um yeah but like my son said um and this is true with any Disney movie now. Uh, when we went and saw Multiverse, I want to say like two weeks or three weeks after it came out, it was still in the theaters. And then it was like two weeks later, it was on Disney+. Plus. Yep. And my son's like, so why did we go see it when we could have just waited two weeks? We didn't go see Lightyear, partially because I don't care about Lightyear, and my son doesn't care too much. But now, it's literally still in one of our theaters, and they're announcing it that it's coming out, if not already out on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, it's so, coming out, I think, next, uh, like, two weeks, I believe. Yeah. Um, so, my question is, is, is there really a reason outside of the a experience lot of, the of being in a movie theater, you know, with the group thought and all of that stuff? to my my thought about that and i was thinking about that with uh, a friend of mine we were talking um theater the theater experience is for the older generation the gen xers the early millennials the boomers zanials us yeah yeah um 
Oh, I'm a Gen Xer all the way. I, I, I could care two shits about that micro generation. Fuck them. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my, the thing is, is that Disney as fucked up as they've become a lot of the movie contracts don't include streaming profits so that's i think that's what they're trying to do there it's a money it's a that money was, game too that was uh the lawsuit with uh black, black widow. with scarlett johansson with black yes. widow yes because it was in theaters it wasn't in theaters that long and they went like straight to disney plus and Disney got all the profits. Didn't have, and then that's where, and then that's when they do the. Rich rightfully. And as so. long as Disney I mean, has that grasp on Marvel, that's probably what they're doing. Um, are they doing it? I I can only assume that's what they're doing. I mean, they're never going to come out and say, "Hey, this is our money ticket." I, I mean, um, I didn't think like it, it was they were going. To, I you know that it was going to be. Oh, you don't have to see something in the theaters until, like I said, my son pointed out. My ten-year-old son pointed out. Um, we just saw Multiverse the other day, and now they're already advertising it on Disney Plus. Yep. Like, why? Why did we go see it? Like, we went to see it because we wanted to see it right away. We didn't want to wait for it to come out on streaming in six months. And then it comes out, like, the weekend after. Um, yeah. That's, you know, that's it, the only... Back in the day, back in the day, it used to be... I mean, I'm talking, like, blockbuster days. used to be you go see something in the theater, and it will be in the theater for months. Um, You know, I... Uh, trying to think of big movies i know because i remember uh uh reading that uh titanic was like six months in the theater i i actually i went with an ex-girlfriend of mine to titanic i fell asleep oh i did she let me sleep i woke up just as the boat was snapping in two I said, thank you for waking me up at the best part of this damn movie. This is the only yeah, only action. Um, I actually walked out of the theater for a few for a while, went to Subway because <laughs> it was at the mall and there was a subway in the mall. Got yeah. myself a sub, went back in the theater with my sub in hand, didn't try hiding it or anything, sat down, started eating my sub. Um anyway, Matrix was another one though. Matrix was that in the one, theater I, for months. I enjoyed that. That was, and I then, did see that in theater. That was that was something. It took I like a to year before theater. it got onto DVD and VHS. Um, but it was always you had first run theaters, like you know the big you know whatever theater eight in the mall and all this. Then you had the smaller second run theaters. I had like one, uh. Uh, you know, Jurassic Park was one I remember seeing. I saw it in the first run theater, and then I saw it like six, seven times in a second run theater for like a dollar fifty. And because it was like, you know, once it gets done with the first run theater, then it goes 
uh, to the second run theaters and it's there for a couple months at second run theaters. And then it's like another two, three, four months and then it's out and, and then you go to Blockbuster and you start looking at the new releases or you start looking at the newspaper or... That was always the fight to go to Blockbuster. It's a theft Friday night. Gotta, oh, yeah. Gotta hit that new release wall. And yeah. man, was it a fight to find that damn box, making sure that it was there. Oh, you pick up the box. As long as that box was like, there, that means they had it. it. No, no, they have the box up there, but there's nothing behind it. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I'm talking about the Blockbuster rental box that you oh, had to yeah, find. Yeah, behind the, behind the cover. My sister at one point worked at Blockbuster, and I loved it because they got the movies on Tuesday, but they couldn't yep. put them out until Friday. So between Tuesday and Friday, they were encouraged to watch as many new releases as they could. So, that so they can promote them in store. Yep. I know. My uh, I worked for Blockbuster. My cousin worked for Blockbuster. Yeah. Uh, we, we, sat, we had a huge movie collection back in the day. And okay, it, we've FCC, seen almost don't, every don't movie. Don't sue me, but I would, I, I being the uh, video guy that I was, I was the guy that had the two VCRs hooked up together. And yeah, it'd come out on Tuesday. And I'm like, okay, I'm watching this. Play record. And, um, but yeah, so I mean, now with streaming though like you take what was it wonder woman literally the night it came out in theaters it was also on hbo hbo max that no that was 1984 that was yeah that's what i mean wonder woman 84 yeah yeah um you know so a hundred percent honestly did not care that one i did not did not wow me at all i it was it was two hours of watching gal gadot in skimpy wonder woman outfit i was okay no uh, um the see the thing is is like yes as just as a person but someone i was looking at i was looking for the story i mean i love comics i want to see what i'm reading on the screen that like is what my, you have in your head play out yeah yeah so that so i understand the armor and i understand the suit i understand i understand that all um like i'm i'm excited for the flash movie um not for the flash i am looking forward to seeing michael keaton reprise batman um that would be yeah i mean I don't know if I would watch that. But I have been, I have been petitioning for years. I hate Ezra Miller's portrayal of Flash. But I've been portraying for years for Michael Keaton to reprise his old man Wayne to do the Batman Beyond series, to move away from regular Batman. Nothing against Batman itself. Terry McGinnis is Batman Beyond. I think that story now need, is time for those stories to finally get told. Um, it's, um, don't get me it's wrong. Like Joe, so Joe Rogan talked about I think either him or one of his guests, I think it was him, talked about 
how he hates the Spider-Man movies because it's the same story over and yeah. over and over again. Now, with this one, with uh, um, uh, the MCU no Spider-Man, they told a different story because the other Spider-Man, even going back to the 70s Spider-Man, it was basically always the same story. Spider-Man gets bit by a spider. He learns how to use his webs. He's they didn't. They didn't go. Marvel understood that we already knew the origin stories of each character, and they took that into consideration. What Tom Holland's Spider-Man? So, I'm gonna fall down a rabbit hole real quick. Um, so. You saw No Way From Home. So, Oscorp doesn't exist, right? Right. Question is, how did that Peter Parker get bitten by the spider? Oh, I I, uh, retconned it that it was Stark. Stark Industries. That's what we all, that's what I believe too. He, it happened at Stark Tower. Yeah. And that's why Tony Stark knew it was Peter Parker in Civil War was Spider-Man. That's already knew he was already there because he was following yep. him along. So, exactly. But that was, but it came to kind of fruition when he was talking about like, oh man, when I got bit by the spider, I didn't think anybody, I didn't want anybody to know or I knew, I just believed it would be worse if everybody knew. And I understood that. I thought it was great how they kind of wrapped it all up into one. Um, but it it's going to, I want to see how this, I'm looking forward to this. So I understand, yes, a lot of it's going to be right to stream. If you don't see it in theaters right now, you have a really nice TV. Fuck it. Uh, wait for Disney to launch it. And that's the other thing, you know, my, you know, um 60 some inch high def tv at 10 feet isn't that much different than sitting 50 feet away 60 feet away in a movie theater um but the main difference is with a movie theater is the experience especially if you're not the only one there if you're the only one there which i have been trust me um it's not that great of an experience, but when you're in a packed theater, there is a cool phenomenon uh, called group thought. We saw it on January 6th, group thought. One person starts something and all of a sudden without ever telling anybody else to do it, it just kind of rules. It's the same thing. You watch a comedy in a theater, it's a lot funnier than when you watch it at home. You watch an action movie or a Marvel movie in the theater, it's so much more exciting because it's like your vibes feed off each other. Someone starts laughing, everybody's laughing. Um, you know, uh, so it's that theater experience, but they have to they have to get people back into the theaters, and that's where, like I say, my son, who he wants to see some stuff in theaters, but for the most part, he's like, I'll just wait. It's going to be out and streaming in two weeks after anyway. It'll be in theaters for two weeks, and then it'll be out in two weeks. So. 
about that. Um, so, uh, while we're while we're doing this, uh, I just got to put this out because it's hilarious. They work continuously, After so you don't end. have to. Zevo, people friendly, bug deadly. Oh God, the Japanese Spider-Man. Yes. Yes. This was his, definitely a his, different uh, version his of webs, Spider-Man. webs, which are like big giant ropes that he throws. And he has a giant robot. Yes, he does. He's, he's got a Megatron. Spider-Man! <laughs> <laughs> the emissary of hell. I love the really bad camera turns to the side to have it falling on the wall. <laughs> Spider! You get the good side. Push the other side. It's like an actual net. <laughs> like a fish net. And I love how, like, the enemies, like, multiply. Yep. <laughs> This is true 70s. Oh, I can't wait till they get to this part. Yes! Where it becomes like Power Rangers. He's fighting like a Power Rangers monster. And he grows. Like the Power Rangers. Spider! It's a big giant rope. <laughs> Spider string is like a rope like you would have on a boat to tie up the boat. Change leopardo. And here comes the robot. Spider-Man has a megazord. Because why not, right? <laughs> I'm not sure which came out first, this or the Sentai. Super Sentai. I think this, this came out before Super Sentai. I think this is. I think they put this in Super Sentai. Oh, he doesn't. That's right. He doesn't swing it. He, he chucks the sword at them. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Can we? <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very happy in Multiverse of Madness. This Spider-Man did not fucking show up. Um, <laughs> I would laugh so hard if the Spider-Man shows up though for like a half a second. Like he's just like off in the background <laughs> with his Mac. <laughs> yeah, I'd fuck quit. I'd quit. <laughs> um. All right, moving on. Um, All right. Before we go any further, I uh, got a 
got to talk about this real quick. Let me play the most fun story of the day, of course, is the Turning Point USA, led by Charlie Kirk, sent a cease and desist to The View and obtained essentially an on-air apology. That is because Joy Behar went on The View and compared TPUSA to neo-Nazis based on the fact that a bunch of neo-Nazis stood outside the TPUSA convention and trolled TPUSA, which they do at nearly every event. There was a, this, turn, what do you call it, this turning point conference with all the smoke? What, what are they, smoking something down there? Or it's like... Uh, God, I wish whatever. they were. Anyway, they were out there, neo-Nazis were in the front of turn out there in front of the conference uh, with anti-Semitic um, slurs and, um, you know, the Nazi swastika mm-hmm. and a picture of a so-called Jewish person with mm-hmm. exaggerated features, just like her, like Goebbels did in the Hitler in during the Third Reich. It's the same thing, right out of that same playbook. Mm-hmm. OK, and DeSantis did not say anything about it. Nothing. So it's his uh, sort of his rendition of uh, good people on both sides. No, it 100 percent is not <laughs> like fan of the neo-Nazis. Uh, no, Governor DeSantis routinely brags about how the state of Florida is the number one incoming state for Orthodox Jews. He's one of the most philo-Semitic people I've ever met in my entire life. And then members of The View went on to essentially label TPUSA a neo-Nazi convention. Well, this prompted the TPUSA founders to send a cease and desist and that forced the view to basically go ahead and, and apologize. By the way, my, my favorite my favorite thing is that Whoopi Goldberg actually said, you let them in, you knew what they were. And uh, that is not true. I mean, they were outside protesters. TPUSA did not let them in. And then Goldberg said, my point was metaphorical. Whoopi, stop saying things about Nazis. According to the lawyers for TPUSA, they said that the view posts intentionally and falsely associated TPUSA with neo-Nazi protesters outside the event, placing TPUSA in denigrating and false light and negatively impacting its public perception. Such action will not be tolerated. Specifically, The View host insidiously and cavalierly stated TPUSA let neo-Nazis in to its SIS event, metaphorically embraced them, and that neo-Nazis were in the mix of people. The assertion that TPUSA is complicit or affiliated in any way with neo-Nazi protesters outside of the event is outlandish, false, defamatory, and disgraceful. And that's, of course, true. And that prompted not Whoopi, not Joy, but Sarah Haynes to have to issue an apology on their behalf. So on Monday, we talked about the fact that there were openly neo-Nazi demonstrators outside the Florida Student Action Summit of the Turning Point USA group. We want to make clear that these demonstrators were gathered outside the event and that they were not invited or endorsed by Turning Point USA. A Turning Point USA spokesman said the group quote, 100% condemns those ideologies and said Turning Point USA Security tried to remove the neo-Nazis from the area but could not because they were on public property. Also, Turning Point USA wanted to clarify, uh, wanted us to clarify that this was a Turning Point USA summit and not a Republican Party event. So we apologize for anything we said that may have been unclear on these points. They still invited Matt. Unclear? Unclear? Like, they outright lied. No, no, keep, keep that going. Hold on, because that that lady goes. But they also invited Matt Gates. Matt Gates. How the fuck does that matter? Gates, though, I would just like to know. <laughs> <laughs> These are the people that you should trust. Okay. Yeah. No. So, so the view. Honestly, who the hell watches the fucking view? Like, they're a bunch of cackling women that don't know jack shit about anything whoopi goldberg is more anti-semitic than matt gates and anybody they, else they have a they have a new they actually are they actually have a new conservative lady joining on their they always have a new conservative lady it's like a rotating um, door no no this is full time 
she is a full-time host now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. And she's actually part of Trump's staff. And she was part of Trump's staff. And she'll be fired in uh, no time. Yeah. And ridiculed um, the whole time she's on there. Um, so, what do no, they no, call no. that on uh, Bo- the Boy Meets World podcast, the chair that, uh, the death chair? Like, that's what it's being a conservative on The View, is like sitting in the death chair on Boy Meets World. Yeah. Uh, where, like, whoever's sitting there will never be seen again. Um, that's... It'd be me after the, the first View, season. If you're watching The View for any, any, any actual, like, real opinion or news or anything like that, find something else. Because they don't know jack shit about what they're talking about. No. Like, me me and Ryan are Joe Schmoes that are doing this podcast, one out of his basement and another out of his attic. <laughs> and honestly, we do more research than those cackling witches on The View. Uh... So, that, what they did was not an apology. That wasn't even close. They didn't even say we were wrong. They said we want to be clear multiple times, but they didn't say we were wrong. They didn't say we misinformed you. They didn't say we lied. Like, that was not an apology. And I hope to hell TPUSA continues with their lawsuit for defamation because that wasn't a retraction. That wasn't them retracting anything they said. Cackling bitches. Uh, no, I, I, the fact that they're, the, the view is still going on just amazes me. Um, but uh, do want to? I do want to talk about this before we really dive into the, the stupidity of of last week, um, which is Saudi Arabia's idea for a new city. Um, it's called the Line. Um, it's it just uh, it, it came out not that long ago. The the thing you see right here, those that are watching live or on YouTube or on the replay, when you see this, this is the whole city. The city's actually in between these two walls. Um which on here you can see the whole thing. So it allows nature to really come back at itself do what it needs to do and then everybody but everybody has what they what they need so but everybody lives in like five minute intervals like stores schools everything so everything's within walking distance and it trails for 106 uh miles um yeah so, but it's only 656 feet wide yes and they're supposedly going to have uh, Layers. Nine million people there. Yep. Even even at. I mean, okay. I like the idea. Okay, let me put it this way. 
I like the, the idea, idea of the the idea of a vertical city is enticing. The line will be home to nine million residents and will be built with a footprint of just thirty four square kilometers. Uh, this is. I mean, did I lose you? Ryan? And we'll be back. A hundred and six miles, twenty minutes from one end to the other. Interesting. I feel like the i the idea of it is enticing. Like the way that they have it designed, at least in that video and in the pictures, reminds me of like a futuristic city, like you see in Star Wars, like you know when they're in like a uh, Coruscant, um, Coruscant, and like you don't see the ground. There is no ground. They're up so high. They they just keep building up higher and higher and higher. Um, I mean, I guess to some that might be worth it. To me, I like having my space out to the side. I would have a hard time living like that. And it would, we it get would definitely. Cars. I mean. It would make everybody live in a compact. No one would have a house. It would all be apartments, uh, well, in a sense. Not even apartments. They want nine million in that. We're talking like apartments the size of bedrooms. Like we're talking like you know perfectly square. Like they're they're putting yeah. that thing together like an erecta set. It's it's all it is a conversation definitely. Uh, it's it's gonna be something. Um, I mean, it, it's a concept. I mean, if they want to try it, I guess go ahead and try it. I mean, I know, you know, that's that's the thing with uh, like New York City is what was it? Uh, they talk about there's too many people on Earth, but you could take every single person on Earth, put them in the state of Texas. And basically turn the state of Texas into a big giant New York City. And everybody on Earth could live there. With the same amount of space that you would have in New York. Uh oh. Um but again, when you're talking New York City, you're talking building upwards, not building wide. So Gone are, you know, your McMansions. Gone are your yards. You have no yard. You don't you don't really have an outside when you but do something yard. like this. You know, you have 
you have your box and you live in that box. Um, what was it? Ready Player One. Oh yeah, you know how they uh, they have the uh, uh, what what is it the uh, the park uh, the uh, the mobile home park that and, but they're not wide like a mobile home park they're actually on top of each other but nobody seems to care that much because they're all living in virtual reality anyway. Yeah, I guess when I guess with uh, with the metaverse, you could do that. Everybody just wears does everything on an oculus yeah it's coming that way god i really hope not my son i think my son spent most of today up here in his bedroom on his oculus and see my kid wants an oculus and um i debate about it because I already have enough hard time with him with his electronics anyways, and he just, it is what it is. So, I mean. It's, so, I get into this argument with um, other parents who talk about their kids, and they're spending too much time on screens, and they're not, you know, and I'm like, that's because that's their life. Just like our parents got on us because we were watching TV too much. And before that, they were listening to the radio too much. Before that, at one point, they actually said books were going to ruin your kids' minds because kids were reading too much and not living in the real world. So, you know, that's how, that's how they communicate. You know, when we didn't have that, we didn't have cell phones, we didn't have screens, we couldn't, like him and his friends... When I say he was an Oculus, he was actually playing with his cousin and his two friends. So there was all three of them, and they were playing together. They just happened to be miles apart, playing together, talking to each other, stuff like that. Um, is he going outside and getting vitamin D and stuff like that? No, but, you know, it's not like kids are being antisocial. If anything, they're more social than we were, because... I lived out in the country, so when I got home, I had my brother and my sister to play with. I was the middle child. Older sister, younger brother. What the hell do you think I did? I watched TV. Because what the hell else was there to do? You know? No, um... It is a generational gap thing. I mean, I understand it. I mean, my wife is not all too forgiving. She's like, they're on their electronics too much. They need to go outside. And I'm like, yeah. But everyone portrays going outside as dangerous. Where when right. we were kicked out outside when we were kids. And See, my mom did that to us too, which drove me nuts. Because, again, when you're in the country... And there's no other kids around. What the hell was there to do? I would yeah. go off into the woods. I would build forts. I would, you know, but we don't live in the country. There's still no kids around uh, that are his age, but we're not in the country. 
And like, if we just kicked him outside, he's an only child. What the hell is he going to do? Walk around in circles? Yeah. Um, definitely, uh, definitely, uh, something that makes you think. Um, all right. So let's get into the, the bullshit that's happening in this world. Um, I thought it was interesting when this came up about the Congress is now introducing term limits <laughs> to for um, the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, I can understand being a lifelong thing because all they are there for is to interpret the Constitution against what is going on. Right. should never be rotated out those are people that are there they, they already never have... have to worry about an election or anything like that yeah because you're not going only, back you're not to high sit... school civics here yeah you're not yeah you're not supposed to sit there and worry about oh are my peers going to like what i'm doing are they going to reelect me it is it's not that kind of a job it's a job of okay Send, confirm me, poof, I'm in. Um, and, and my job it's is almost to... impossible to get rid of me just because you don't like what I'm doing. Yeah, like they have to. Do I mean, with that, I really mean, egregious. I mean, I introducing a bill to add four more, um, four more justices to the Supreme Court, which would give an even thirteen, which would give thirteen now. Um, Which is Supreme Court has to be an because, odd number. Um, um, so the it's for the most part the squad and um, Nancy Pelosi and a few others that uh, you know talk about packing the court, and it, they always use the uh, the phrase uh, these unelected justices, these unelected justices. Name one fucking justice that was elected. Yeah, no, they are, they're appointed. They're appointed. Um, no justice is elected. That's the point of it. They are, that is they, the they are recommended by the president, and they are approved by the Senate. That's it. And then they have the job, and you can't take that job away from them. That that's, why, the, uh... that's why Ruth Bader Ginsburg was there until she was too damn... Even before she died, she was in the hospital more than she was actually on the bench the last few years. I'm pretty sure it's like she was constantly out in the hospital for, you know, for everything, for heart problems, for chest problems, for breathing, for pneumonia, for because she's as old as my grandma and my grandma's pretty damn old. And but they couldn't get rid of her. No, she passed. They, because, got, they they put in a new one. Life goes on. Right. Um, the thing, the is, thing is, is, now they want to do term limits. This will, this will impact if they actually, I believe Congress and Senate. Yes, absolutely. Is a needed thing. Supreme Court? No, no, not really. Um, cause again, 
it's it is not it's not about it's not about your popular no. popularity contest about being a judge it is this is what's going on don't get me wrong um they're the newest justice uh john Tanji jackson brown jackson brown um justice brown um she is so far fucking left it, it will uh she's further she's left curvy. than sotomayor which is hard to do um so it's it's gonna be interesting because until they get and the thing is right now it's always it's a conservative it, i will say this it's a conservative justice those that were they were put in by conservatives but think about this up until two years ago we did not have a conservative justice in my entire life we did not have a conservative justice and going back decades beyond that we did not have a conservative justice it was always a leftist justice yeah and the thing is the only reason this is in effect is because they finally decided to overrule roe v wade that's it and that's what's sad i mean roe v wade was done and the thing is even ruth Ruth Gator Ginsburg even said that they ruled incorrectly on Roe v. Wade. But nobody wanted to touch it because it, it was probably going to spark spark yeah. an issue. Um, the fact that the they did it now was they knew an issue was going to happen. But the thing is, they were writing a wrong from 50 years ago. Right. They gave Congress 50 years to ratify it to the Constitution. Right. And I believe, I believe fucking Kamala Harris said, we just believe things are just settled and they should have just stayed settled. Her comment there just makes absolutely no fucking sense of her word salads i swear to god um but okay so if it was settled then why did the justices finally decide to rule on it and they ruled on it because it was their prerogative to dictate verdicts based on the constitution so right. they voted on it it and was the whole thing came down to law until another lawsuit came about that could unsaddle it yeah and the thing is yes the state of missouri challenged the abortion time frame because they wanted to bring it down to 15 weeks anything after 15 weeks no bueno and oh Remember they talked about that 10-year-old that crossed state lines? Yep. They even said in Ohio, she should have just gone to the hospital. They would have done it because, one, that's a rape. Um, Two, it was an illegal alien that was living in the household. Dude's going to die in jail. They're going to kill him. Okay, 
But more important than that, she's 10 years old, which means her life is at risk having a pregnancy. Correct. Her body is not developed right. yet for a baby. Um, they didn't want to so, do yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, no. She should never have had to cross Ohio. state lines. They didn't want to do it in Ohio because then they would have had to uh, get the law involved because she's 10 years old and she would have went to a regular hospital. Yep. That was the reason. The thing is. And the person that raped her lived with them and i'm pretty sure they were he was a lot of the money that they were getting was from him so by going to another state they thought well we can go not answer questions but the problem is is it hit the media and the yep. media spun it in in a way to where it wasn't even believable because there's no police record no nothing and we couldn't even prove this girl actually went or existed even existed it was just it was fat it, it looked it sounded fabricated yeah the fact that it's all been finally proven and the guy and i think the guy who came forward fucking scapegoat um but if he really did rape her, dude, I I hope you I hope you turn into currency to. He'll he'll uh, probably be deported and come back. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, that's the way our justice system works. But the thing is, is again, it comes down to with the Democrats. Everything that they don't like. We're not going to play by the rules. We're just going to change the rules. They don't like that the Republicans were using the rules to uh, hold up uh, nominations from Obama for justices. So we're going to change the rules. Then the rules come back to bite them. They want to, and they would have to do it really fast uh, before, uh, you know, if the Senate ends up changing in November. Oh, the House and Senate are threatened to change. The House like, is most likely going to, but the Senate eh, it could go either way. Um, yeah. But uh, they would have to do it before the Senate changes. Um, and so you know, they would great. have to push this through. It'd be really hard for, Obama to, with, for Biden to get anything done. The House changes hands. Senate doesn't. Oh, well, nothing's going to fucking pass. Because every time the House sends something to the Senate, it's just going to stalemate out. And right. it's like, yeah, see, and then he's going to be a true lame duck president for the rest of the, because nothing will happen. Unless he wants to sit there and wave that executive power pen. The Obama and then that's pen. The, Remember, Obama said it himself. I've got a pen. I've got a pen. I know how to use it. I don't need them. I've got a pen. Oh, I mean, and then, I mean, Biden even said, I'm not going to rule by executive power, but yet you have been now the last eight, un, almost 18 months, almost two years of your term. Um, 
do I do I like ragging on Biden? Not really, because and because as long as he fails, our whole country fails. That's what people don't realize. Okay, but I want him to fail in because if he if he succeeds in his agenda, the whole country fails even worse. Yes. I want his agenda to fail. I want if the, the liberal my, agenda my, to fail. The, Matt Gates said it best the other day because they were they were talking to a ju- uh, someone from the Justice Department about Hunter Biden's laptop, making sure that he's not comprom- uh, saying that he's compromised and that Joe Biden's compromised. Yada yada yada, and they're like, "Oh, we can't talk about ongoing investigations." That's all they would say. They do realize if the House flips. The House is going to get their investigation. Oh, yeah. And they're going to get all the answers. When the House flipped under Trump, I said, I'm pretty sure if I go back into uh, Facebook, I could probably, I might have even posted it on Facebook. But as soon as it flipped, I said, Trump will not be see out of the year before uh, he's got an impeachment trial. Because... Again, impeachment is a house. It's from the house. It's basically the prosecution. Don't forget, just because someone's impeached, that just means they were charged. That's all that means. The Senate is the actual um, court. So, um, and I said, he's going to be impeached because Nancy Pelosi and all of them, they can impeach him over just about damn near anything. And they did. They impeached him over a fucking phone call. That they they really didn't do anything, right? Um, but I mean, but if it flips again, again, if the if the left wants to play this game, I say more power to the right. You guys play the game also. My my the the thing is so Biden will Biden will no longer. I will see Biden out of office if the House and Senate. Because they will convict him and charge him and Kamala Harris. They would have to get, it would be hard to get 60 votes in the Senate to convict him. I think that was, that was the thing. I was watching the, um, have you seen the uh, Tim Pot, the Tim cast? Um, Not recently. No, they were talking recently. It was, it was something I, I put on there. So Donald Trump posted on Troop so on Truth Social. Oh, by the way, we're on Truth Social too. Um, saying that if he gets reelected in 2024, he's fucking firing everybody, anybody and everybody he can fire. Which is great that he says that now, but he also said that in 2016 and didn't do it. He also didn't fill seats that all past presidents filled. Right. He was the quote. They said that he had more positions not filled. He only had the majority, the stuff that needed to be filled, filled. Nothing, no, not the fluffer positions. Right. But um, 
there's still there was still a lot of people in the and swamp. I think if he had he a second term, to... if he had his second term, I think the swamp would have been thinned out even more. I think um, if he would have drained the swamp right away, he would be president I, right now. Oh yeah, but I think it's gonna happen. If he does win, I think it will happen. Um. If Liz Cheney, uh, Liz Cheney is thinking about running for president, which that's not going to, she's not, she's going to get booed off the fucking stage. Yeah, she won't make it out of a primary. Father's going to be like, you're a waste of space. Um, Dick Cheney was one of the most ruthless politicians I've ever seen in Congress. His daughter does not shell that at all. No. So, I mean, you say what you want. He shot his friend in the face with birdshot. That had to have hurt like how. Like, I've had birdshot. That had to fucking. I mean, that was point blank, too. In the face. And the guy was like, it was an accident. And fucking. I was like, how the fuck was that an accident? He sneeze. What did he sneeze and turn his gun and say, no, "Fuck you!" Were, and boom. No, they were bird hunting, uh, pheasant hunting. I worked on pheasant farms. I duck hunted. I can honestly see how that can happen. I'm. I'm um, not. I was just being. I was just joking about it. I mean, no, no. It shit probably fucking happen. It happens more often than you think. Um, actually, no. Quick story. My stories are never quick. Uh, quick story though. <laughs> um. I was working uh, for the Michigan DNR at a uh, uh, waterfowl um, reserve. So for those that don't know what a waterfowl reserve is, um, basically uh, we set up habitat for uh, ducks. And in part of the habitat, uh, hunters are allowed, but they're, they're only allowed so many hunters like each spot is allowed uh, up to three hunters uh, in a spot. And then there's a whole other section called the refuge where you're not allowed to hunt, where basically the ducks can live without being shot at. But if they leave that refuge and come into the area where people hunt, then they can be shot at. My first day, I was 18 years old. My first day by myself, I had like, you know, an orientation, I worked with uh, other people for like a month and I was by myself. I had to do the drawing on who got the spots in the morning. I had to do that. End of the day, it's like four o'clock and or almost four o'clock because we closed at four. I'm mopping up and all of a sudden a guy runs in and yells, call 911. I shot my son. And I'm like, oh shit. So. I grab the first aid kit, I grab the phone, run out, and I see this kid, probably 15 years old, with blood coming out from where his stomach is. And I'm like, oh shit, he gut shot him with birdshot. And so, come to find out, the kid had a uh, a hoodie on, and so he's got shot in the hand, stuck his hand in the, 
the hoodie, the pocket of the hoodie to, you know, kind of hold uh, pressure on it. And that's where the blood came from. It wasn't. But the dad shot off his uh, pinky finger, his ring finger, er, and uh, a part of his middle finger. Mm. And the reason was is because they were standing next to each other talking. Two birds crisscrossed each other. Well, as the dad was following the one from the left to the right, the son was following the bird from the right to the left. And it just so happened that the muzzle blast was right where the son's hand was on the on his shotgun. Um, so call 911, finally get him on. Uh, you know, I'm holding the hand up, trying to uh, cut off uh, the blood supply uh, and stuff like that. Uh, I didn't know how to bandage that, so I right at the wrist yeah. and um, the dad uh, as the par uh, paramedics get there and everything. The dad says, "Okay, can you run out and find my dog? I ran him over." I'm like, "What the fuck? You shot your son and you ran over your dog?" Well, in their haste to get out of there, the dad dropped his gun in the mud. The dog was laying under the car, and the dad just put it in drive and ran off. I get out there. This dog is limping around because he broke his hip. He ran over his back legs. Cut to another, like, six weeks later. The dad, the son, and the dog are all back. The son's in, like, a weird-looking cast thing. And sure. I asked how it went, and they said, well... They were able to uh, get my uh, uh, everything but my uh, ring finger reattached. So I don't have a ring finger anymore on my right, on my hand, left hand. I'm like, so I made a joke about getting married. Um, and, uh, um, but everything else. And I'm like, and you're out here hunting again? He goes, yeah, the season's going to be over in a couple weeks. I'm like, all right, that's dedication. It happened. Um, so, but what I'm saying is, is, you know, Dick Cheney shooting a guy in the face, it happens because I've seen it where people are following, uh, a bird and not thinking, oh, Hey, as I'm following this bird, someone else might get in the way of my muzzle blast. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see what happens in 2020. Well, we'll see what happens in 2022 because that's. With the justices having that, I don't think Congress has enough time to ratify an additional three more or four more seats because that will take some time. And I don't think they have the time. Um, and two, even if they had the time, by the time they would get it and everything flipped going into the next year, I seriously doubt any of the recommendations Joe Biden submits would even get, would see the time of day. Yeah. So, um, it happens. All right. So, we so, all remember speaking when. Speaking of, though, um, mm. August 2nd, those of you that are in Michigan, August 2nd is the GOP uh, primaries. Um, Go ahead and vote. So make sure uh, this Tuesday you go out and vote. Uh, we need to get uh, Whitmer out of office. 
Okay, go ahead. Oh, Wolf here in PA. He's got to figure out his replacement. Um, so how the hell did you guys vote in Doctor Oz? I don't ask these fucking questions. I don't. What the don't, fuck, Ryan? I I didn't vote for fucking Oz. Doctor fucking Oz is the front runner. I I. For the Pennsylvania Senate, yes, I know. Yes. Um, no, How? I didn't. I didn't vote for him. I I did not vote for him. I mean, uh, and all. Uh, speaking of uh, dumb things happening in states, um, we all remember when Greg Abbott said that he was going to bus migrants from Texas to Washington D.C. Right. So I love this story. So it, it it's a bit happening, and and uh, the mayor of DC is uh quite upset because uh they don't know what to do. Um, so DC Mayor uh, Muriel Bowser is pleading with the National Guard and the White House for help with immigrants. In Washington, D.C. It's hilarious. So here is, I got I got a couple. I got two. I got one from Mayor Bowser and one from the White House. So this is entertaining. Well, we we need space, uh, and we we need the federal government to be involved. So I've asked um, for the deployment of the guard as long as we need the guard to deal with a humanitarian crisis that we expect to escalate. The number of people crossing the border seeking asylum, we expect to only go up. Uh, And we need to make sure that there is a national response, not an ad hoc city by city state-by-state response. So there is a robust federal response that helps people with transportation uh, onto their final destinations and even getting them a a legal route uh, to uh, work uh, into a work permit. And we need a parallel system uh, for the increasing numbers of people that we will see uh, crossing the border. Yeah, um, they're coming because they they know Joe Biden has an open border system for our country. Yeah. Um, Basically, Joe Biden said we have no border. Come on in, do what that do whatever the hell you want. And so, oh, no. uh, Arizona and Texas said, you know what? We're tired of you guys, you liberals, liberal uh, Congress people, liberal states saying come in uh you know when you're not the ones having to take them in so you know what we're just going to ship them all to you we're not yeah. taking this anymore and here's and here's the white house they asked her that question um, the mayors of New York City and D.C. are calling for more federal resources to assist with asylum seekers who are being bused to those cities from Texas and Arizona. They've had thousands of people arrive. They didn't think this was going to actually. Uh, Mayor Bowser here in D.C. said these people are being tricked. But what federal resources is the White House preparing? My thing is, how the fuck were they tricked? Greg Abbott no, flat out they... said, hey, um, 
we don't have any room here for you, so we're going to send you to the federal, to D.C. That's, that's the bullshit of all of this, is basically these, these fucking Democrats want these Republican states, these Republican governors, to house all of these illegal immigrants and do, use their own resources. They don't want to give them up. They don't want them in their back door, in their back porch, in their backyard. They want it as far away as they can so they can say, look at me, I'm a good person. I'm oh, they were sending them people to New York, in, just too. And, me. And, the mayor, and the mayor of New York City was losing his damn mind about it. If any, to deliver to these cities and other cities that are now dealing with an increase of asylum seekers. So I can tell you, Karen, that we have been in touch with both of their, uh, both of their administrations, both of their offices, and we're uh, going to continue to look into their requests. And then on the other end of it, some advocates say that the governors of these states are using these migrants as pawns. And has the White House reached out <laughs> to those governors and said, "Don't send these people to these cities on the east?" So as you know, we're in constant communication and contact with governors uh, just across the country. I don't have anything specific to that, uh, you know, that the specific on uh, migrants being uh, shipped to other states. Is there a message from the White House about it, I think it's, I, I think we, we have, this has come up before, I believe a couple of months ago, and I think we believe it's shameful uh, that, uh, that uh, some governors are using uh, migrants as a political tool, uh, as a political play. Uh, when uh, we should be uh, making sure that we're doing everything that we can uh, to help uh, to help folks who are coming into this process uh, uh, in a uh, legal way, and making sure that uh, you know we do this in a in a safe uh, in a safe way and respectful way. And I think it's shameful that that is happening. She is so bad at her job. Um, oh my god! And it's not a political ploy it is a listen you want to bring these people in you take care of them that's what it comes down to it's no different than you know all of these uh leftists saying you know well if you want uh you want there to be no abortion then you are forced to uh adopt all of these babies that are being born okay well this is no different. They want they want to bring them all in. Well, let's put them in their back door. Here's uh, the New York mayor about oh, yeah. talking about this. This is a real burden on New Yorkers as we're trying to do the right thing. Uh, we already, as I stated, we already have an overburdened shelter system. So now we're talking about, as you stated, food, clothing, school. This is going to impact our burden our schools because we do not turn away individuals because they're undocumented uh, translation services. There's just a whole host of things that this is going to produce. And that's why we need, we need help and getting this done. And we need to write coordination to make it happen. This is a real burden. These leftists live in fucking La La land. They live in La La land because they don't see the actual impact of their decisions and of their philosophy. And as soon as they see it, all of the sudden, the other people are the bad guys. Because Texas won't keep them. I read a story. There is a town, a border town in Texas, that had, I, I want to say it was like a, 
10 or 30,000 people and they got an influx of another 20 or 30,000 illegal immigrants. You want to talk about strain on resources. That's a strain on resources right there. That's why they're shipping them. Is because you can't expect the people that don't want them in their backyard to keep them. You're the one that wanted them in. You take care of them. You deal with the problem. It's your fucking problem. Yeah. That, that is that is the true uh, nature of the beast. It, it's all our fault. When till it's shown, it's proven it's their fault, but they're like, oh, no, it's not. It's not our fault. Well, even when so, it's proven that it's their fault, then the narrative becomes Republicans pounce on Democrats. Republicans make do political game. It's a political game now. No, it's showing you the actual consequences. See it for yourself. You know what? Put it in fucking Martha's Vineyard. Park that bus Oba- in front Obama of the White will not, House. Obama will not appreciate them being in there because it would ruin his wife's uh, wine. <laughs> Make them buses stop in front of the White House and kick them all off. Okay, you're in D.C. now. Have fun. That would be entertaining. See the Secret but no, Service scramble. These these jack-offs don't want any border security. They don't want a wall. They don't want to uh, limit no. or stop. No. They don't want to send them they back. they don't want a wall, but they are filling the wall. They are, they are in fact, filling the wall. In areas in Arizona, between Arizona and Texas, um, to try to close the choke point. Um, the speaker was saying, I think earlier today, that they're not building it. They're cleaning up the mess that the previous administration did. N- no, there's no mess. You you stopped using the material that's sitting there. The shit's a shit's already been paid for all you gotta do is put it up yeah put it together um you had no problem sending our money to ukraine that would have paid for like three or four walls one um because what was the wall fight yeah i think it was like it was like four or five billion at most, I think eight. Um, and we send forty. But it was, yeah. And the only reason why Ukraine is still in that fucking fight, if they're actually in, I, the conspiracy theorist in me, a hundred percent does not believe that there's a true fight going on. the The reason why I'm saying this before anyone comes at me. One, Elon Musk sent them God knows how many satellites for Starlink. 
so they had internet access to secure internet access two people would be posting the shit out of that on the internet it's fucking dead quiet three notice that Zelensky's wife was on the fucking cover of Vogue in the middle of a war. Ukraine is a very corrupt country. They they already said they are not a democracy. There's like, and he's he has them by an iron fist in Ukraine. He shut up all other forms of opposition in their government and he's on the media is only showing whatever he approves tell me how that is not a granted okay i understand what rush is doing yeah rush is fucking being a dick doing it whatever but there's something missing from this fucking story because when we were at war with in Iraq and in fucking Syria and everywhere, Syria else. and all that, dude, it was all over the TV. Fucking shots. Even yeah. when we were in, still on, and everything else, it was. And soldiers being... were posting shit left and right. You know what i'm gonna while we're talking you see nothing uh, i'm gonna look up uh ukraine in facebook and see if there's anything recent <laughs> so before anyone says oh i don't believe there's a the only reason you if ukraine and russia are in a war the only reason why ukraine is in this fight at all is because of the united states supplying Drones, missiles, ammunition, guns, armor, vehicles. My thing is we'll never see that back. We'll never see any of that back. So I hope we're all, we all just wrote a fucking check to Ukraine and fucking just bent over and licked our own buttholes for all I fucking know. Um, you know what's funny is... Everything coming out there. I'm looking at typed in Ukraine and and then tapped on videos. Um, everything is about Russia from yeah. nothing from like the things except for like ABC News. U.S. ambassador to Ukraine tells patriotic story. Um, so I, I, I'm just now seeing this article. This came out today. Uh, I know this is going to be a side note, but they'll probably make the same face I just did. Uh, the article reads, Adam Schiff is making a move to replace Nancy Pelosi as the House Speaker if she steps back after the midterm reports. <laughs> that asshole does not need that seat. He should be, oh, God, that asshole doesn't need anything. The guy is, the guy, all the guy ever wants is power. Everything to him is about power. He's like bangs that gavel more than anybody. That gavel is like a shotgun to him. 
gonna look I mean, he was the reason why the Trump even was impeached in the first place because of quote he had evidence, but fucking evidence never fucking appeared. <laughs> Isn't that funny? For like two years, he was talking about we've got this massive evidence. It's all coming down. All the Russia stuff and this and that, and he's going to go to jail for Russia and. Never once showed any evidence. He had about as much evidence as uh, they were able to show from, you know. There was more evidence of election tampering than there was that uh, they had for Russia. Yeah, so that's a little bit of a... So, looking at uh, the latest uh, on Twitter, um, I'm seeing some stuff. Um, come out of like uh, photos that were supposedly taken within the last couple days. Um, and this just released an hour ago. So we, you know, that they were doing that gun pa- that gun legislation today, right? They were doing another mass vote. So it just passed the house. Uh, the okay. vote order is the vote count came to where was it? It was really fucking close to two seventeen to two thirteen. So basically, every Democrat versus every Republican. Yep. And they believe it will stall in in the Senate at a 50-50 split. And they need a majority. They need a 60-40 for that to even go. Granted, they got it to pass in the House. So it, it didn't die in the House for once. Because um, the last time they did it. The 60 it, vote. Do the, the 60 vote filibuster is too slow shit down like this like the house is the reason that you see stuff pass in the house all the time is because they don't have a filibuster like anybody can propose they can propose something today and go hey i want to propose that uh uh everybody born with uh on july 23rd has to pay a 90 percent sales tax on everything and they can pass it tomorrow and pass it by one vote and it passes. That's how the lower house is supposed to be. But then it's supposed to go to the. And the Senate has the filibuster rule to say, no, it's up for a vote. We have to have a two thirds majority say, yeah, this to be on the floor. Like it, so, it it has to it it push it down so that so that you don't have simple majorities just passing whatever the hell they want. I saw I did I saw a weird video just a little while we were talking. Um, Nancy Pelosi was talking about they're introducing the JR fifteen, um, for kids. Um, I 
JR15. They're they're upset because it's smaller and it re resembles the AR15, and I'm like, gun control groups. Mm. R15 rifle designed to teach kids safety. Yeah. So the JR15 is no. So from the way the information that is out about the JR15, um, I'm try to get it up here so everyone can see. Um. It's basically, it's supposed to be an education tool in a sense um, to teach kids how to re respectfully use a gun. Yeah, teach them, uh, oh, it is. teach them gun safety with something that resembles. So, oh, you got something else. So, Jared, fifteen, get a one like letter. Um, the goal, our goal, is to develop a shooting platform that was not sized correctly and safe, and also looks like and operates like mom and dad gun. Okay, great, cool. Yep. The the safety and forefront was developed and a patent-tempered resistance safety and that puts the adult in control of the firearm safety switch. The We One and Schmidt Tool Team brought their collective experience together in firearm business, specifically the AR platform, to the table to launch the JR-15. We are excited and start capturing this. So there's... So it's a, it's a 22. Yeah. It's a 22 no long rifle than... just designed as an AR. That's it. Yeah. Here, uh, close yours. Let me... I've got a right. little YouTube thing from a gun show. Mind you, I have not pre-watched this, so... so what we have here is a scaled AR-15 polymer. It also weighs... 2.2 pounds and it's about a 20 percent oh, reduction in size so it fits the kids really well and that'll give them the confidence to hold this thing the way they should have confidence holy it's also just great it just fits them it fits them really well yeah and that's uh yeah i've got so i got they're now eight and ten right and so they both started shooting age three ish i think one of them was just under three one of them just over three but they've been shooting for as long as i can have guns around right? that's awesome barrett it that's awesome, Barrett. Okay. I don't care about you. I have a feeling so, like I was going to just go at him. Um, it's the Young Turks, so you can't... Uh, Al Jazeera is the only thing more leftist than them. Um, so it's a 22. Uh, you know, but here's the thing is... I take my son shooting. We go to... The shooting range uh i let him shoot the ar in fact he did really well shooting the ar gavin newsom's um, tweet about that this is vile a skull and crossbones with a pacifier on a weapon of war made to look cute to appeal to kids the manufacturer calls this the jr-15 every nra backed politician should condemn this no it's 
there's nothing wrong with it. Look, there's my son. Yeah. With, with the AR, with the full size. You should get him a JR-15. If now, he's learning, as long as he has the basics, I mean, learn safety, then there should there's nothing wrong with it, period. Um, but now, does that look dangerous? Does it look like uh, you know we're taking him out? Uh, no. You know, shooting up a school or anything? No. It's a kid learning how to properly use. He's got ear protection on. He's got eye protection on. Oh, no eye protection. I didn't give him eye protection. Sorry, NRA. That was my bad. Um, but he's all got, right. we all had ear protection on. We made sure that we were behind. I taught him the, you know, how to handle it correctly. I taught him how, how to keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to fire all of that. That's how he learns. That's how I learn. My dad taught me. If you don't teach them, because he's in a house with guns. If I don't teach him and let him experience the power that these firearms actually have, then he's going to be, that's where kids get curious. And bad things happen. If you teach them at a young age to respect them and that's where something like the JR comes in because he was shooting my son was shooting a 223 and he's a pretty big boy and you could see how it was kicking him back a 22 is so light that you could teach I think I had my son shooting a 22 rifle when he was about 5 was when I first started him with the 22 because it had almost no kickback. And he respects them. He's never once. And the, I mean, he's asked me to matters. take it out and show him how to clean the gun. Yeah. But he's, I mean, or when he wants to, he'll say, can we go to the shooting range? Respect. I mean, it, it is. I mean, it is a firearm. It is something that you must have respect for. It is something that you must um, have. And uh, so things that are going on just doesn't make sense. So, Well, it's because you have dumbass liberal leftists that don't understand firearms, and they think everything is a fully automatic assault rifle that only the military should have and was used in Vietnam and they like they they so, get all of their they get all of their uh firearm information from Rambo so I know I, I my whole family's military and a hand all bunch of my friends all went military uh after after high school um one of them I know had a who's who was an E4 at the time. Um, talk was over overseas, over in Russia, doing drills and everything. 
he questioned a sergeant, no, not a sergeant, cap, sergeant, captain, whatever their commander is, um, asked them, asked them a question. In during the Cold War, why didn't World War Three spark? Uh, the commanding officer from Russia, from the Russian military, flat out said, they had contingents for the U.S. military. The problem was, is the minute we landed on the U.S. ground, everybody's armed. It was, everyone was landing to a firefight, not to... Yeah, the Japanese so, said the same thing. That's why the Japanese didn't... Uh, Said uh, one of their commanders said they wouldn't attack uh, the U.S. because there's a gun in every window. Yeah, so it's it's, and that's where the Democrats are like, no, well, we're just if they take the Second Amendment away from us, we will be conquered easily, right? Um, By our own government and foreign governments. Yeah. Sorry, China's what. Well, Taiwan's doing drills right now, and Nancy Pelosi shows up because China's threatening uh, war. Well, Fucking China thinks the sh- China still thinks Taiwan is a part of them. Yeah, and and a handful. Oh my god! Of- if China takes over Ch- Taiwan and we don't do anything. We're fucking toast because the world's semiconductors are made in Taiwan. Ryan, do you know yep. what a semiconductor goes into? Cars. Everything. 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 I mean, you know, we talk about the chips and the cars and stuff, but it's not just that. It's everything. It's our computers. It's our vehicles. It's our infrastructure. It's this freaking microphone has uh, semiconductors in it. So it will definitely be a. That'll be something to watch. Yep. Um, as I know, so I that, know the Navy has redirected ships from fucking well, the Japan. Already from got essentially a blockade around uh, Australia. Yep. So I mean, China's already in position, and it's like, and yeah, you, you're going to be dumb and announce that you're going to go to Taiwan. You've already released. You've, you've. We've already kicked the fucking hornet's nest, and China has their guy in the White House. So they're like, "Well, we can do whatever the fuck we want." So, right. And, and the way that we left Afghanistan didn't help our cause at all. No. So. So oh, they probably have half of our stuff that we left in Afghanistan. That that that. I wouldn't doubt it. And so. then uh, the la- the last thing before we're done for the night. Um, so there's a gentleman that we have in in our federal jail. We is dubbed as the Merchant of Death, um, simply because he traded. You want to talk about arms being bought out of cars and everything? This guy did it all over the world yeah and he only got 25 years in a u.s prison which is weird yeah no federal prison he's in a federal prison still it's a u.s federal prison and he but, only got 25 years 
So they want to trade him. They want to trade for Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan. Yeah. Who are in jail in Russia for breaking Russia law. For smoking pot. Which, okay, in the U.S. and most states, not a big deal. It's illegal. It's illegal there. And we there's people in jail still right now sitting in jail for fucking weed for the same thing that she did. Right. So if I mean, she comes just, home for because of weed and we release that dumbass that we made a fucking movie, a Nicolas Cage movie about. Um Lord of War. I love that movie, by the way. That was a fantastic. I I enjoyed the that movie, movie. Was good. I have this hatred for Nicolas Cage, though. So I don't know. I I always had a thing for him in Con Air. That hair, that and Gone in sixty seconds. Um, those are probably like one of my only like two favorite Nicolas Cage. Face Off and Face Off. No. Oh God, no. <laughs> oh God. Oh, that just makes me. Oh. But it it's just it's just the way it's happening and for what reasons that's happening. We're giving into Russia by giving them back a guy they want back for people who don't give a shit about the United States. Right. Right, exactly. You know the and the only reason anybody cares about them is because what's her name is a WNBA star, which has like, you know, 10 viewers, but she's uh, popular on social media and BLM. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it, it's no, just, it, it's just, but. It's bullshit. It's it's complete bullshit uh, that we would make any deal for them. So Victor, it, his name is I'm sorry, it's Victor Bout. I can't, I couldn't remember, I couldn't think of his name until now. Um, this is how they transport him around. This is like the last known photo. He's in shackles and he has no shoes. They yeah, want to fucking. Yeah, they, they've got them. They've got them in uh, hobble restraints. Yeah, for for these two, they want to bring back these two. Paul Whelan, yes, former. He is a former Marine. He's accused and, uh, of spying. So he's can... accused of of a spying, which. Okay. Who I knows mean, if you if he was spying and he got caught, then yeah, something should be done for him. She, because he she was did fucking rot for her 10 years. Because yeah. weed is illegal in Russia, and it carries a 10-year sentence. The, the Again, fucking black and white in their law. If you go in another country, you don't do shit. Like I told you before when she got arrested, when I went through Europe, I bought a new pack of cigarettes in every country because some of them had actual, like, uh, uh, um, 
laws against how much you declare and stuff like that when you go into the countries. So I'm like, you know what? It's so much easier to throw this out. And then when I get into the other country, I go to the store and I buy another pack because I wasn't going to take the chance. And that was in friendly countries. Yeah. So, no. Again, title of this show should be, this is bullshit. I don't think that'll work. Uh, no, no. I'll come up with something. Um, But uh, that we, we are all out of our our conversations for this time remember again if you when you listen you have questions about what we want to you want to disagree send us an email firetalknetwork at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 814-380-9820 leave a message we'll play it we'll have a conversation and we'll go on from there um and also just Check us out on YouTube. You, I have whenever you guys, if anyone watches, I can see the con. I can see the stream. It's there. I can see the chat. I'll even talk to you. Um, but you got to remember one thing. I mean, we're def. This is definitely a different world. Um, I really hope fucking we were in an alternate world due to the. Hydrogen collider um so that means there's a better world out there god i hope so need to figure um, out how to cross back into it right all right so I'm, i have nothing more do you have anything you want to go with nope let's see if the musical start all right everybody see you next week we can only count to four we can only count to four